Welcome to the Gospel Road. Here we go. Another week, right? <laughs> We're going to look at Malachi 3. Sometimes you have those weeks and you're not really sure. You're not really sure how to take them, right? Hmm. Of course, then you also have those weeks that you're not really sure about maybe something you've done. And then during that week, you've received information that, well, you made the right decision. But then well, you still sit there and think, right? That's what we all do. That's what I do anyway. seem to think a lot. Anyway, Malachi 3. It says, Behold, I send my messenger to prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver till they present right offerings to the Lord. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to the Lord as, is, as in the days of old and as in former years. Then I draw near to you for judgment. I will be swift, witness against the sorcerers, against the adulterers, against the those who swear falsely, against those who oppress the hireling in his wages, the widow and the orphan, against those who thrust aside the sojourner and do not fear me, says the Lord of hosts. For I, the Lord, do not change, therefore you, O sons of Jacob, are not consumed. From the days of your fathers you have turned aside from your statutes and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, how shall we return? Will man rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you say, how are we robbing thee? In your tithes and offerings you are cursed with a curse for you are robbing me the whole nation of you bring the full tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and thereby put me to the test says the lord of hosts if i will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you an overflowing blessing i will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not destroy the fruits of your soul, and your vine in the field shall not fail to bear, says the Lord of hosts. Then all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a land of delight, says the Lord of hosts. Your words have been stout against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, how have we spoken against thee? You have said, it is is vain to serve God. What is the good of keeping his charge or of waking as in mourning before the Lord of hosts? Henceforth we deem the arrogant blessed, evildoers not only prosper, but 
when they put God to the test, they escape. Then those who feared the Lord spoke with one another. The Lord heeded and heard them. And a book of remembrance was written before him of those who feared the Lord and thought on his name. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, my special possession on the day when I act. And I will spare them as a man spares his son who serves him. Then once more you shall distinguish between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. Malachi 3. It's what we are looking at today. Robbing. Robbing God. You know, bring the full tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you an overflowing blessing. You know, robbing, robbing God, robbing others. Not taking care of each other. Talking about being against oppressing those the, the hiring hireling in his wages, you know, not paying a person their worth, not taking care of the widows and orphans. We hear about these things all the time. How are we taking care of one another? How are we helping one another? You know, and I've said this before, because the government seems to. attempt to come in the save today we'll put it that way because they just put so much red tape and things that it doesn't always get things solved either and the thing is we're always going to have those that we need to care for it's just the way life is but in my mind it's not the government's responsibility it's the church's responsibility so it talks about the tithes and offerings but then again if everybody was giving their tithes to the church, you know, the the storehouse, then they would be able to take care of the widows and orphans. They could, you know, take care of those in need. Right? If they were responsible with the money. Yeah, there's always that fiscal responsibility piece. I'm in my new position, of course, even in my old position, it was always keeping an eye on what we were doing, how we were spending our money. You know, we need to be good stewards of this money that is being entrusted to us, especially when you, you are a nonprofit. Same thing, you know, you're, uh, you, you're, you're a church. This money is being given to you and you are being trusted to be a good steward with that. But how many times, I mean, we've seen it, which is why so many people get that bad taste in their mouth when it comes to church, when it comes to giving, of how it's spent irresponsibly. They weren't being good stewards. You know, how are we being good stewards? How are we helping one another? You know, if you have a business, 
Are you paying your people their worth? Your employees? Your hireling? Are you oppressing them? You know, see in the news right now that the screenwriters, the, they're getting oppressed and they want more money. Sometimes I wonder when it comes to the strikes, and I'm not saying anything against them because I'm not really sure what they make, but sometimes I think it, greed just comes into that. It comes into all of us. We want more money. We want to make more money. And I know if you end up getting in unions, depending on the union, it's kind of hard because they kind of just have set wages. And usually it's not always the wage. Usually it's the insurance that they're offering, vacation, things like that. You know, there's always the question, you know, are you taking care of us the right way? You know, it says, you know, the Lord does not change. You know, we think we talked about it last week. You know, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? We are the ones that change. Said it last week, too, that the truth is simple, but we complicate it. Life could be simple, but we complicate it, right? How does that happen every day? Because, you know, with life as we're dealing with this, we're trying to be the best that we can, or there's others that are trying to, you know, take over the world. Yeah, it's all about them. It's all about how they can succeed themselves and not looking at helping others succeed or helping them. You know, kicking others when they're down. You know, they they failed. They fell. Are you helping them up or are you just kicking them and holding them down? Right? Are you being that good Samaritan that's helping them and saying, you know, what can we do? How can we help you? What, what's wrong here? Or are you the ones that beat the tar out of them, left them for dead? I've been the person that's been left for dead, kicked one down. Sometimes it still happens. Because that's not how people think. It's not what people do. Not really caring for one another. Rather, judging. Becoming offended. Sometimes I think offense is judgment. Well, you know who I am. That's not what you do around me. I'm offended. Okay, so you're judging me. Because I'm not you. We're different people. I mean, I understand if you don't like me, then... You don't have to hang around me. You don't have to talk to me. Which happens, and they end up going away. Am I perfect? No. Are you perfect? No. If you think you are, that proves it right there. But how are we helping each other being that better person? Being being the best that we can be. Right? And I've said this, and it is so true, though. Because sometimes doing our best, or being our best, is just doing our best. We don't always make it there, but we're certainly trying to get to that level, right? The best that we can. Sometimes it's all we can do.
sometimes we put so much on ourselves that all we do is just create stress and worry, anxiety. Sometimes we just need to breathe. Sometimes you just need to be still. Sometimes you just need to wait. Hmm? Is it easy? No. Are we robbing God? Yeah, I'm sure we are. And some of that you could almost say if you're robbing God, you're robbing yourself. Yeah, I'm robbing myself. Trying to to do the best that I can, though. So I'm not. So I'm not robbing myself. Not robbing God. Am I perfect to that? Probably not. We have to deal with life, and life is not easy. Life is not simple. Well, again, it is, but we complicate it. But it gets complicated because of what's happening around us. It's not saying that me, the individual, is complicating it, or you, the individual, is complicating it. It's what's happening around us that is complicating it. It's what others are doing that are making it complicated. And a lot of times that's things that we cannot change. It's not in our power to change. So it makes things complicated. We do the best we can. Just keep pushing forward. And I know there's people out there that, that need help. There's people out there that have you know mental illnesses. I mean, I have a friend I get messages from all the time of how they're just going to give up because they just can't deal with anything. At what point do you just stop? But maybe the way they're wired, they're not able to. And they're not able to get help like they should because how things have been complicated. And how things are not being done the way they should. And how government stepped in because the church is not doing their job to take care of those in need. But then we look in history of those that took care that they were in need and then they took advantage of them. There's always the human element. That human element messes things up. You become experiments. You become abused. You know, fill in the blank. We've heard the stories over the years. And they're not new. Been around for generations, years. I will still say we're not doing anything different today than what we were doing 5,000 years ago. We're just doing it quicker faster than what we were but we're still fighting the same issues every day 10,000 years ago let's just go back I'm not saying we're doing anything different of what they've been fighting since the beginning just in a different way Hmm. Malachi 3 how does it help you Be that better person. Be that better manager. Be that better owner. Be that better sibling, parent, grandparent, friend, family member. Whatever it is, put you in that spot. How can it help you be better? Because that is what we need to be, is be better. Be better today than we were yesterday. Be better tomorrow than today. You know, really trying to do the best that we can. I've been using it a lot lately, but I love them. You know, be all that you can be. 
The sky's the limit. You know, aim high. Not too high, because sometimes we can put that so high that we know it's going to fail and that we're setting us up for failure. I have a, another friend that the same thing, trying to find a job, but every time they go to do it, they set themselves up for failure. And there's something staring them right in the face that they could easily do, and all they can say is, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. It would be like me and, and, and doing these shows that I share every week. I could easily say, I can't do that. No. I don't have the know-how. But here I am. Just spouting what's on my mind. Good, bad, or indifferent. You might agree, you might not agree. Hmm. But it's be the best that you can. And don't be kicking people when they're down. And if you're being kicked while you're down, I'm sorry. But at some point, are you going to just lay there and keep getting kicked? Or are you going to stand up and say, I can do this. I can do this. It can be better. I can believe in myself. Is that easy? No. Because I still have issues with that every day. I do. (laughs) Malachi 3. Check it out. Right. If you enjoyed this, be sure to share it on social media. In fact, you can find me there as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, YouTube, all of my buddy Jimmy. See all the different things that I do. My word of the day. And again, I got another podcast. I know I've been saying this, that I'm going to try and get kicked back up again, which getting closer there. I'm just, again, trying to get to my 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 feet back under me with the, with the new job and kind of get my bearings, figure out where I'm going. But it's it's getting closer, it really is. I've been chatting with a gentleman that I want to do an interview with, so I just got to reach back out to him and get that uh, schedule, be able to check that as well. Anyway, see that the things that I do, just have some fun, right? You can, uh, like I said, follow me, uh, also mybuddyjimmy.com. The... Where you're listening, you know, the the platform you're listening on, be sure to give me a rating too. That always helps, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to The Gospel Road. Have a great day. God bless. Spinal adjustments provided by Dr. Chad Rolfson. The Spinal Tuning Chiropractic Center is a Des Moines area low flat fee per month unlimited chiropractic care practice. When life happens, just adjust. Schedule today at SpinalTuning.com. If you're looking for help with software, app, web development, be sure to check out my friends at IngenuityCompany.com. They believe in their clients. Software development, app development, web development, visioning, design thinking, diagramming, organizational development, strategy, they can help you at the Ingenuity Company. Find out more at IngenuityCompany.com. The Jimmy Olsen Radio Network.